Do your opening. <laughs> not the boss of me. Ray, tell him to do his opening. I'm not the boss of him. <laughs> Good luck with that. Gary, yeah. tell Gary to get his shit done. I'm not yeah. even the boss of me. You're not getting any art until you do your opening. No. Hey, I don't like that idea. Do it. <laughs> yeah, she wants her boss. Yeah. I want my Reign of Acorn shirt. No, I'm not going to. Well, he has to do the listing anyway. Uh, welcome to the Average Adventuring Party Podcast where we've reached a new high score of world leaders who hate us. Yeah? Yeah? We can still beat it. (laughs) I mean, you were already. I mean, now you're you're including the rest of us. I showed the Sun Chaser sovereignty my butt. I mean... (laughs) They should thank me for that. It's a very nice butt. Yeah, but that forest witch was a whore. (laughs) (laughs) Most people pay extra for that. Uh, I don't. She killed a cabbage. (laughs) You keep blaming that on other people. <laughs> and I didn't see any of these other guys messing with that I cabbage. Just blamed myself. <laughs> yes, she did. Just like you. <laughs> Thank you. I just want to bring back up the fact that uh, Galdrian uh, put himself on the line there. He risked his reputation saying that he slept with a slovenly woman and, and caught a venereal disease to try to save Shannara and distract the Sun Chaser Sovereignty from Suna, so stop busting his balls so much. So, you know, the rest of us will have wanted posters around the realm. Yours will have your face and say, Caution, venereal disease. <laughs> It'll be a picture of his ass. And it won't be the first one. Yeah, there's another village that has pictures of that ass. Yes. Uh, I, I would like to think Galdrian would have posed for that poster. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're going to do it. Do Just right. do it right. And, and the thing is, you see him like tossing the side eye look over. This guy's got the, the finger on his left, <laughs> looking over his shoulder. Are you okay over there? Uh, no, I'm dying. <coughs> the, the more well, I think, no, actually, we're not. <laughs> the more I think about it, the more that does seem like some shit that would go down in the Sun Chaser Sovereignty. Speaking of. What happened last time, you guys? So we fought this construct of death, and he was putting on a big show, and we were getting our shit pushed, but he was putting on a big show about it, too. And then uh, when he faked his whole, oh, no, you have defeated me, and took out his scythe and was like, oh, time for you all to die, it didn't do anything. I mean, it hurt like the dickens, but it didn't actually kill any of us. We're still alive! At least not that we... Realize. And now death is very confused. Yep. He, he left us in a bubble. Yeah. We're in a bubble, right? So let's talk about that. As he gets up, uh, he, he takes a couple steps away, goes back, grabs his stool, puts it up his sleeve, and then walks into the, the grass muttering to himself. You guys slowly start feeling sensations like the wind blowing, seeing the grass moving smelling things, and then time is moving normally for you again. Right, uh, I... well, that was trippy as fuck, but my plan worked. We're not dead. Yay! It was my plan. Oh. It, it was my plan. Well, since it worked, it's mine. Oh! <laughs> oh! I was well, here, let me sure. help your attitude oh. a little bit more. Maybe you should take a recovery? Yeah, you, you guys are as beat up as as you were just a second ago. <sighs> oh, right. yeah, boys. You are just not dead. <laughs> Let's take a breather. Uh, pat, pat, pat. Right. 
everyone. Everyone, line up. I'm fine. Thank you. I'm not that bad. All right. So Shara, hun, how you doing? I think I died. Yeah. But so I got better. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we can just take a recovery out of combat. Yes. Okay. So you can spend any number of recoveries. Just do them one at a time. Yes, I will, since I am so squishy. I'm down by one, I'm good. I'll do one more. Uh, Sixteen. I my notes here, like, what the hey, fuck? What the um, fuck? Fully healed. You can't kill us, what Me the fuck? Too. Where was that one? I'm down to half my recoveries, but I'm fully healed. Eh, it's about time you guys finally use some recoveries. I mean, we can sleep. I only yeah. got two dailies left. Well, we're still on a time limit. I mean, we're always on a time limit. Well, what time limit are we on now? Um, the entire caldera going... <laughs> yeah, but it took them a, a little while. It's not something to happen overnight. Yeah, it took us a couple days to fuck this up. Oh, I, I thought it was like a week or two. A week? Took us took us weeks. Yeah, I was going to say. I couldn't remember how long it took. I just know it escalated like fuck. Well, the, I mean, more what I'm talking about is Mariana... Killing people? Uh, is going around killing inheritors and Well we got the compass, right? Yeah, but they've already gotten the boy, which we're not even gonna unpack that yet. Yeah, but, but that it moves means on to somebody else. Yeah, well they doesn't mean they captured killed. the boy. They've which means silent. Yeah, which means that Oh we have to deal with their shit. So that means that there's two more that we can find before she gets to them potentially which means time is of the essence. No, there's one more. Talia's dead. Well, they got the boy. Inheritor moved on to the next one, so yeah. there's two more. We need to find oh, a replacement. Need to Talia's yeah. replacement. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not taking care of a baby. I'm putting that out there now. If it's a baby, I am not in charge. If it's a teenager, Forest you're in charge. Forest witch here, I'll kill it. <laughs> I don't like teenagers. I don't like babies. Uh, Shinar is a teenager right now. I, like I said babies. what I said. <laughs> She's your favorite. Yeah. I'm technically older than you. Technically, yes. Wait. Don't don't try to think. Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, don't. <laughs> well, so crisis averted. Crisis. Yay! Okay. Maybe. Crisis, maybe. Let's see averted. what he, what he says when he gets back. Maybe he'll figure out how to really take us out then. Well, let's not stick around. For I mean. Shinar, can you cross the road, or do you end up back on the other side again? Oh, yeah. How about you try that? She heads back into the grass and goes a ways, and then you just see her staff like jut up in the air over <laughs> the grass. <laughs> Good okay. to know. Come Bubble's on back. Gone. All right. Bubble's gone. Hey, uh... Since you guys are basically, you know, 30 feet outside the gate, there's a number of very confused-looking ghosts watching you. Galdrian uh, looks over to the spirits and says, Hello, did any of you see that? One of them looks up, nods, gives you a thumbs up. So you saw us not die? I mean, we're not dead, right? Shakes its head no. Right, uh, let's let's go back into town and and, uh, check in. We don't want to wait and see what death comes back with? Oh, no. No? Let's go. Okay. (laughs) They can find us later. Okay. 
Going back to Are we going back to Ardis? Yes. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give her the great news. That we didn't die? That we didn't die. That we are immortal. We cannot die. Don't say oh, yeah, that. Yeah, let's not go that far. <laughs> you, uh, you go back to the uh, Hidden Rose and Badger. Rivari's desire has basically kept it closed while you guys were there and has opened it back up. So there's patrons. When you step in the door, she goes to greet you, sees that it's you, and then goes, oh. <laughs> we cannot die. No, let me specify that. We did not die once so far. A bunch of people just turn and look at you. <laughs> Adventurers, yay! I suppose if you'd like, we can put that theory to the test. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. I'm a strict believer in the scientific method. We How about a drink? We, we have yes. been hurt before. I'm assuming it was just his weapon. Um, sure. And she pours a couple of shots in, uh, in little stone cups, sets them out on the bar. Shannara walks over, grabs one, downs it. I'd say you're a little young, but I do think you are actually the oldest person here right now. And Galdrin will take a shot and down it as well. Shot, what shot? It's gone already. Okay, cup. Artist took the shot, pocketed the cup. <laughs> it's just a little cup. So I guess it's like... So little. <laughs> Is it even a swallow for you? Yeah. Huh. I mean... A bitty one? Like, like a sip? Yeah. yeah. So what did we learn? Are you off the hook? Um, no. Don't know. Uh, nope, he's very confused. That scythe of his, though, hurts like the dickens, but... I would say they were very much on the hook. <laughs> and then... Yeah, no hole in my belly. Consider yourselves lucky, then? Right, mm-hmm. so I think we can uh, go ahead and and proceed with, uh, with our plan. Uh, what time is it? Well... Let's see. Uh, we probably don't have enough time to make it anywhere. Hmm. Let's see. As I recall, it's probably getting towards nightfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no way we're going anywhere. Let's see. A couple hours there, three hours there. Yeah, we'll say it's probably dinner time, more or less. So we need to figure out which of the inheritors we're going to uh, we're going to go after first. Uh, I think we should probably go after the boy. Uh, he's <laughs> probably the one in the most danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he's probably also the one that's harder to get to. Why don't we go after the n- new blue one? You want to drag a baby with us? What, do we know it's do we know be it's a baby? baby? Could be a distant relative of Talia's. I who, mean, at the very least, we should we go hope. see what it is first. <clears throat> also, uh, when they try to sacrifice Silen, the boy, last time, um, they managed to resurrect a red dragon. So time oh. might be of the essence with him. Well, he's going to be highly guarded, though, so he's going to be harder to get to. Yes, but you've... Red dragon. Let's not, uh... Yes, but what if he can't kill us, but other things can? And he's just waiting for us to die. Uh, let, let... I mean, that'd be smart of him, but... 
That's neither here nor there. I'm more of the mind that if we can prevent a dragon from being brought into the world, then let's go for that. Plus, they needed two of the inheritors to resurrect that dragon last time. When we went to uh, rescue Silen, I believe, last time around, what happened was we had Talia with us, and they were siphoning some sort of magical energy from both of them. I think it would take more time with just the one inheritor there. And Marty But we don't... No, no, she's not there with him. We already know that she's not. Yeah, that's true. According to the compass. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay. Well, then, so they can't do it with just one, so why not go see who the blue one is? No, they might be able to do it with one, but it might take them more time. Not necessarily, because they would have just done it with Martiana. That's a fair point. Why sacrifice your agent? Yeah, she's useful to them, beyond just being a conduit. That's true. So, I suggest that we go after Silen first. And which way we go? What <laughs> element is Silen over? Earth. Air. Earth. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Looking at the compass. I'm going off of stories. <laughs> Looking at the compass, uh, what colors were there? There are red, green, blue, and yellow. So, assuming green or yellow being earth, what are the four elements that are covered? Fire, water, earth, and wind. And wind. So, green is probably earth. And uh, yellow. Was, sorry. Which direction was green pointing? From where you are, it was southwest. Okay, but not far south. Uh, it doesn't show distance. Okay. Because I would nearly... Three of the different directions are pointing south, southwest, uh, south, southwest, or southwest. Does that make sense? Uh, I would nearly argue um, hitting one southwest and then cutting down to the south. Because the south might be way, way down there. The other two southwest are probably along this river. Uh, I can tell you where the yellow one is. The yellow one is all the way down here. It's beyond the bone wall. Because that's where we knew her last time. She was on a mission there. And that's where they mentioned where she was anyway. Yes, and we've already received confirmation that, more or less, that she's down there. So. And out of all of them, she can hold her own. (laughs) Yeah, if any of them can handle their themselves for any extended period of time, it would be her. Okay. Not so that the, that's so the green and the blue are the same way? Uh, green is to the southwest. Blue, I believe, was slightly... South-southwest. Yeah, south-southwest. Huh. And since we don't know distance, we only have direction... Then I, let's head to the southwest and hit whoever we come across first. Yes, yeah, so I think... I would suggest that we probably probably head along the lake in the the uh, northern coast of the lake. Could we hire a boat to take us down the river? Would it be faster? Y'all are familiar with this area. 
I would assume it'd be faster. Yeah. Uh, Do we need to hit up the stoat too? See if we can find Brave? If that's still the same here? Well, maybe we can find someone who's, uh, who's willing to, uh, to be our transportation on the stoat. As long as it's not the, um, not entirely reliable teleporting again. The very accurate teleport. That was fun and not. Right. I kind of like to teleport. So, where are we going? You got that map? Yes, I do. Pull out those, uh, those glowing stones. Maybe not right out in the open. We don't want to draw too much attention. Yeah. We have a, just a map, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Can we see it? Sure. Tanara lays the map down, puts her finger on Cardinal, and just kind of, like, measures by spreading her fingers out. I mean, I don't think we're going to make it anywhere tonight. Oh, of course not. No, we were thinking tomorrow, in the morning. Oh, yeah? Where are we getting up and going? I just, look, of all of us, I am the only one that's had any direct experience with that whole dark thing. And I really don't want to repeat that. Yes. We're going to eat and go to sleep. Oh, good. Good. And no one's going off on their own this time. Right? Right, Shinara? That that was a fluke? I will sit on you. That was a fluke? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How literally of all... You threw stuff at me. I mean, literally, of all the possible uh, events that could happen, how could I foresee an armored column marching up a mountain? Thank God they showed up. Speaking of, uh, by the way, they did mention that you assaulted them. Oh, she was probably heading out, and they were heading in, and, you know, they got shirty. No, no, I want to give her a cookie if she assaulted them. They're they're kind of jerks. I mean, if by assault... I killed them. Do I get cookies? No. You killed them? In my first life? Oh. That doesn't count. I can Why do you get cookies and I don't? I She's the favorite. <laughs> Obviously. I'm chopped liver over here. I like I'm liver. I'm the cute fox. She's I, the cute elf girl. I didn't assault him so much as try to ignore him. And... You know, when he grabbed my arm to spin me around, I may and or may not have attempted to chemically castrate him. Good job, honey. Can I have your cookie? Hold on. And she <laughs> reaches in a pouch and pulls out, we'll say, some kind of pressed granola thing. That's not a cookie. That's what I got. What did I, what is Gavrian giving you? A metaphorical cookie. He hasn't had cookies on him. Then why uh, would you, do you tell have any cookies, her you're giving her a cookie? No, I'm I not a bakery. A I'm sure you can find any number of lovely bakeries in town. Although some of them only cater to the sacrificial economy, I wouldn't actually eat what you get from those. They're just meant to be burnt as offerings. Oh, that's right. Uh, all, of these, all of these souls laid to rest. Mm, something like that. Does that mean you need to make a stop at the cemetery? Uh, yeah. I did it in one life. May as well do it in this life. (laughs) That's because you're a soft heart. 
Right. Uh, I'm going to stop at the cemetery real quick. Oh, but he gets to go I away on his say. own? Who wants to come with me? Who wants to come babysit? I'll oh. stay here. I don't know if I get any cookies. I can go off on my own. I'll go off on my own. I can go with them. (laughs) All right. Okay. All right. It'll just be me and I, because you keep an eye on your sister. Yes. Hey, I'm the adult here. I don't need (laughs) to be kept an eye on. (laughs) I've seen you as an adult. You needed to be kept an eye on. I'm sorry. Which which of us spent an unspecified amount of time in the Astral Sea atoning for some universal mess-up? that we're trying to fix right now. Point taken. Well, see, I didn't have to fix it because I didn't do it. So that automatically puts me one step on the adulthood ladder above Galdrian. All right. offered to come. All right, Shannara, I need you to keep an eye on Ardith for me. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> she'll stab me. Well, if you call her a bitch. I'm shocked. Sisters. Or she'll, or she'll do that. I am shocked and appalled. Oh, she's going on a hair. Can't be shocked and appalled if it's the truth. <laughs> right. Well, that means you've met me. I guess you mind escorting me to the cemetery? I'll escort you. Make sure nobody hurts our pretty little bard. Yes, yeah. I'd like him back in one piece, thank you. Oh, I can't promise that. Yes, you can. I can try. But you've seen how I roll. <laughs> will, you take, will you take any cookies for me that he has? Uh, sure. I don't have any cookies. I know. So you guys head out to the cemetery. If you recall, Cardinal is shaped like a map cardinal with its largest point pointing directly north. In one of the mid-cardinals, we'll say it's the northwest one, the, the whole section of the walled city is a cemetery. And it's blocked off by a gate, mm-hmm. and there is effectively a stone book, an attendant, and a deposit box. And every now and then, someone will walk up and like put a coin in the box, and the attendant will make a mark in the book. You guys approach, and he holds up a hand and says, To whom are you seeking? I would like to peruse the book and make some anonymous donations. He steps aside and gestures to the book. And uh, Galdrin's going to look through the book. And uh, he's going to see if he recognizes any of the names, uh, first of all, looking through the more recently deceased. No, uh, nothing terribly familiar. Primarily, there's just first names. And coinage amounts. Galdrian knows that these are people who have died in debt. And they are confined into this this quarter of the city until their debts are paid. It's kind of a weird cycle because every year the debts go up due to the cemetery having to be maintained. So if nobody is actively paying off, they can balloon rather quickly. Yay, interest. Uh... Looking towards the, uh, is there any sort of uh, indexing or sorting in terms of higher debts or lower debts? Um, not particularly. Okay. They're, they're not really in any given order. It kind of looks like they were carved in as, as they were added. So if I look for 
uh, like a, a particularly high debt, what do I... Um, we'll say there's a, a very old entry near the front of the book that is eh, maybe like 2,000 ounces of silver. Ooh. Cannot afford that one. Kind of looking through and seeing... Going to see then if there are instead uh, multiple smaller ones then uh, that, may, that have been there for a long time. All of the oldest entries are at least a couple hundred silver apiece. Okay. Probably a little more manageable. Uh, not, not by much, though. Let's see. The attendant steps up and says, Can I help you find something, brother? Were there any uh, any particularly noble or noteworthy souls who died in debt and their loved ones are unable to pay for their uh, for their rights? Hmm. He he reaches in his pocket and pulls out this round stone that has finger holes in it, and he's got his fingers in the holes, and he waves it over the book. All of the entries disappear. And then new entries reappear. Some of them are fairly cheap. We'll say maybe like 50 silver apiece. Some of them are fairly expensive. A couple hundred silver. And uh, he says, these are noteworthy individuals who I believe died sacrificing themselves for someone else. And what's the total combined cost in silver for all of them. For all of them? Maybe 5,000 silver. Oof, yeah, that's way more than we've got. Um, any chance I can get like 400 silver worth of them uh, paid off? Would you like to start from the top down or the bottom up? Uh, let's start with the top down. Very well. And he asks for uh, he holds out a hand for the silver. I'll go ahead and give him 400 silver of the party. Somewhere, somehow, the party knows yeah. funds have been spent. Galdrian is the party. I knew where he was going. Yeah. The attendant walks over to the gate, waves that stone in front of it, and the, there are ghosts just milling behind it uh, in various states and shades of transparency, color, decay, and when he waves that, that stone, they just kind of step back, and then a couple of them step forward, then a few more step forward. Let's say probably about 15 step forward overall. And he waves that rock again, and the gate opens, and they march out. And as they do, their appearance is somewhat restored. They no longer appear as dejected or uncared for as they did while they were in the cemetery. And then he waves that rock, and the the stone closes, or the gate closes again. He puts the money in the deposit box. Says, their souls thank you. I am sure they will find a use in the city. Well, hopefully that, that, uh, brings them some peace. He he gives you a a slight bow, walks up to, to somebody else who's approaching with silver and starts, you know, addressing them. Right. Well, I did what I came here to do. 
And I'm sure the spirits thank you for that. Well, uh, I suppose we can go ahead and go back to the others and let's find an, ourselves a... I suppose we could just stay at the inn. Is it an inn or just a tap? Just a it's just a tavern. Yeah. Yes. We need to find an inn. Yeah. Shannara says, I'm going to go find food. Wait a minute. Do Not, they have food here? Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of bar food. <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Quite frankly. Uh, I saw some, some stalls while you guys were pacing between... What are we doing? What are we not in, doing? Entries and exits. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step outside. We're gonna take a step outside. <laughs> so I'm keeping an eye on both of you. Listen. You tried to ditch us. I did not try to ditch you. You tried to ditch us. No, I went for a walk. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's not every day that you simultaneously recall two separate lifetimes and 25 years of memories. I needed some air. Iokis snores. He does. But yet you bought spices and herbs and whatever, whatever. Why would you have done that? Because it's what she does? If she just needed some air? Well, I was out, and I learned how to make some new potions. Uh So I figured I could make some new potions. Uh I didn't hear you complaining when you were getting those potions. Have you heard of shopping therapy? Oh, no. If, if only. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is. Imagine mm. buying all the spices your heart could desire. Just because you could. I mean, that would be kind of pointless, though. No, shopping, shopping is never pointless. <laughs> uh, okay. I will take your word for it. So are we doing the food thing? We're going to do the food thing. Did it involve a cookie? We can see if we can find you a cookie. Okay. Would that make you happy? I mean, all, maybe. All I can see is a picture of Chibi Shuna, Suna holding a giant fucking cookie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tip me. Just a, a cookie larger than she is. Yes. <laughs> um, at some point, we'll say, yeah, you do pass by a stall selling baked goods. Actual baked goods? Uh, yeah, there's breads and pies. I mean, non-sacrificial baked yes, goods? Yes, like actual meant-to-be-consumed-by-the-living-type baked goods. Shannara like, walks over, looks at it, and says, I want something a little more. And she goes and finds a guy who's, who's got, uh, he's selling these wrapped paper, almost like the butcher paper. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, what's what's that? And he says, try it. You'll love it. And he just holds out a bite to her. She takes it, puts it in her mouth. I'll take three. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you find? I don't know, but it is delicious. What does it sort of taste like? <laughs> the, the guy holds out, holds out a piece for you to try. A piece for Suna to try as well. Sure. It appears to be some kind of meat that's braised and stuffed with, like, um, if you've ever seen, like, a pistachio paste or a, an almond paste, kind of like that. Okay. I'm not eating myself, am I? It's not fox, right? No. It's, uh, goat. Braised goat. You know, I almost killed one. 
Congratulations. A big, huge one. We weren't there to kill him. We were there to, to pick him up. But I almost killed him. Congratulations. <laughs> I could have killed him. Where'd okay, we're going to take three of those. Okay. And Shannara reaches in her purse, throws down some silver, picks her three up. I'm going to give Suna hers. Whole mother two. Now we got to find something for Iacus. Oh. What do you think he would like? <laughs> the vegetables. She turns to the yeah. to the person in the stall and says, "Is there a place I can get vegetables?" He points down the road, and there's stalls just selling raw fruits and vegetables. So goes, oh, okay, <laughs> and takes off at a sprint down that way. Did Did we get anything for Galdrian? I got one for Galdrian. Okay, make it sure, because maybe then he'll give me my cookie. I thought if we were going to give find him you food. A cookie. Oh. If you see a place selling cookies, we'll stop and get you a cookie. Okay. And we'll get you another one, too. Okay. just don't understand why I don't get a cookie from Galdry. I didn't get I a cookie from Galdry either. I don't remember wronging him in any way. <laughs> you, I didn't actually get a cookie from Galdry. It was well, why not? It was an expression. Why would you... S- Dangle a cookie in front I'm of someone a cookie and then take it away. I am dangling an actual physical cookie for you that we will buy on our way. Okay? You're not dang- you don't have one. I'm telling you, I will, I'm dangling you, you the dangling offer. it too. I'm dangling the offer of a cookie. Shannara comes back with a with a basket full of vegetables. I don't appreciate the amount of dangling that's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's all teasing, all of it. Okay, let's find a stall that actually sells cookies. Oh, that one back there did. She points at pretty much the first one you, you passed that's selling baked goods. Okay. Do you guys have a preference for your cookies? I mean, I thought I was doing pretty good. I'll take any cookie. Shinara? Oh, no. I, uh... I got my eyes set on that, uh... That goat. Okay. It's an acquired taste. You know, we didn't have things like that in the border towns, so... Uh, I'm expanding my taste horizons. Okay. Plus, Iacus said I shouldn't be eating sweet stuff. Iacus can shove it. Um, You've had your back day. Listen, I think the last time he shoved it, someone ended up with a broken neck. I'm good. No, he dropped her. Uh, there was no shoving involved. Uh, you three walk up to the stall and they have some cookies they are basically cinnamon and raisin cookies you pick the raisins out by any chance yeah we can do that if you those are a delicacy where we come from are really determined yeah i mean i'll eat them i guess is there not chocolate it's true is chocolate bad for foxes yes (laughs) What does the fox say? Nothing. It's dead from eating chocolate. <laughs> I've never had this chocolate. Okay, how much have we spent buying food and things? Uh, Shinar's picked up all the food so far, and okay. it's probably like two cookies for a silver. Okay. That's a lot for me. Wow. Hey, look, cookie. I'm actually dangling a I'm, cookie. I know. So did I do good? I get a cookie now? Yes, you get a cookie. 
You tell Aldrian. Aldrian. I will tell him. Oh, you mispronounced his name. You can't have it now. No cookie for you. I would tell Aldrian you were good. You got a cookie. Okay. 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 I'm going to happily take it and start eating it before my dinner. And spitting out raisins. And spitting out raisins. You two guys get back to the hidden rose and badger. And the three girls are gone. Rorari's desire says. I, I think they said something about dinner. We're coming back. Oh, that reminds me. If you would like to stay in my quarters, you can do so. Can it fit us all? There's a second room upstairs. Okay. I was kind of preoccupied with a broken neck. Don't get. Don't misunderstand me. I would like to keep eyes on you while you're in town. There are certain... Buy me a beer first. Individuals who tend to affect dreams. Mm. And I would prefer to be watching over you in case that were to happen. Well, that sounds interesting. Is there any charm or talisman that you can help provide us? So as we travel away from you, we can have our dreams protect? No. Huh. Well, that's unfortunate. Mostly, I just plan on slapping you awake if you start exhibiting a few side effects while sleeping. Ah. Does that mean you like to cuddle? I do. But... She holds up her hands. I think I need some time to get used to these to be an effective cuddler. I'm not asking for a massage, just to cuddle. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> the three girls come back. I was gonna say, I'm gonna come walking in so, and a big old smile on my face with the cookie right up to Galdrian. You got a cookie in each hand? Uh-huh. <laughs> She's uh-huh. double fisting the cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Galdrian just reaches over and pats Suna on the head and now if we can stay here tonight and it might be a good idea in case anything decides to mess with uh, our dreams. Uh, RD has offered to allow us to stay here for the night. Uh, That's kind of her. She has a spare room. Well, uh, it seems there are individuals in town, and I I don't... It's been a while, so maybe... Maybe, uh, uh, maybe you remember something to this effect, but apparently there are people in Cardinal who possess the ability to affect dreams here, and in case we start exhibiting certain symptoms. Point in case, I didn't say people. Oh. Mm. So not people. That doesn't narrow it down, but also... Yeah, this is a good idea. Also, here's dinner. Oh. And Suna was a very good girl. Uh Uh-huh. I was. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I guess we got you some vegetables. Oh, for me? Yes, for you. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, you, you get to the bottom, and uh, like the entire bottom layer is just sweet beets. Oh, sweet beets. <laughs> Y'all know just what I like sweet beets. <laughs> Here's all the raisins I spit out of my cookie. <laughs> I like raisins. Uh, 
Uh, Episode 15, <laughs> in which Iacus eats Suna's raisins. Right. Well, uh, I think it's a good idea, uh, even if we all do have to share the one room. Hey, Galdrian, if she won't cuddle, I'll take you up on that offer. I've got my own sticky spoon for Shannara has, has finished her, her meal. Says, well, I have a couple of things to make, so I'm going to go upstairs. Me too. I'm tired. Suda, so if she tries to go out the window, sit on her. Like that's going to do anything. Have you seen me? Shannara. You make a lot of noise. Yes. I, mean... I know it's hard to teach a old cow new tricks, but can you show me a little bit about that potion brewing stuff? Sure. All right. I'd, I'd really like to learn Aww. at least the basics. Okay. So well, I'll follow her up and go play potion with her. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she starts explaining how it's not uh, not feasible for her to carry portable fire and fuel sources. So she's actually cribbed a basically a powder and water heat source from one of the other guilds in the border towns. Uh, Ardith may and or may not have helped her acquire that formula. And so she starts explaining alchemical theory to you. No, we didn't steal it. Anyone else? Depending on your actual level of interest, it's... Legitimate. like a... it, It's very technical. What she's, yeah. like, she's going into the magical properties of various things, and this is how it is. And I'm going to slow her down with lots of questions. Like, really, really trying to pick it up. Mm-hmm. At least a little bit. And in the end, you and her together crush the appropriate amount of things, mix in the appropriate amount of pure water, and then she pours some of this powder in a waterproof bag, dumps some water in it, and you can see it start fizzling and bubbling, and then she drops the potions that she's made in there, and then closes the pouch, and then sets it, and then just stares at it. It says, that's the important part. You have to stare at it just to make sure. I echoes intently focusing. Yeah. Uh, after a while, uh, Rarari starts kicking people out and tells them that they're closing early. Once the last person's out, she says, well, I can't tell you how to live your lives, but I'm going to go upstairs and catch a quick nap before I have to stay up all night watching you. Alright, uh, I'll, uh, I'll stay awake just a little bit longer and, uh, keep an eye on everyone. I've got some writing to do. I'll fall asleep cuddled to Shinaro, mm-hmm. watching the potion. Yeah. Like the old days. Well, not the potion part, but... Yeah, at some point, we'll say a couple of hours later, there's this little buzzing that occurs and she jolts awake and like reaches into one of her belt pouches and there's this little gear-driven mechanical thing that's just going and she takes it and resets the gears on it and it goes, I think that's about enough. And she flips open the pouch and inside are two potions. Hmm. And she shakes them up, puts them on her, puts them on her bandolier. Just, just in case that whole death thing happens again. <laughs> what you make? What's it do? Uh, this one resists whatever that 
energy was that he was attacking us with. And this one is sort of a... How do you want to say... Well, it's like a shield. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you. Very cool. You know, I, I stole this one from her book. <laughs> and sitting over in the corner is Rarari's Desire. You know, she's sitting cross-legged on the bed. Just like head hung down. So, I don't know if it's going to work, but it seemed interesting. Yeah. We'll find out. Yep. We'll find out tomorrow, though. She goes to sleep. What about the rest of you? Are we making a giant cuddle pile in the second room? I was going to say, I'm going to get into the wall with my sleeping bag sleeping already. Yeah, at, at various points, if you wake up, uh, Rarari's desire is, like, you wake up once and she's over there, and you wake up once and she's sitting at her desk writing something, and she watches you throughout the night. None of us get slapped awake? <laughs> no. Okay. Galdrian probably wakes up uh, intermittently throughout the night and is, like, scribbling on some sheet music, because he's got a whole opera that is now fiction, because the world got reset. And now he has to start rewriting it. Yep, so you can reset all your recoveries and recharges dailies. and dailies and all that fun stuff. Hit points. Uh, yeah. Except for, Art, except for Ardith. She, she can't regain that one hit point no matter what, what she <laughs> does. But her max hit points have raised by one. <laughs> her max hit points keep going up, but she can never rise above one current hit point. Theoretically, she's invincible. <laughs> You wake up, and Rarari's Desire has set out a couple of bags for you guys, and is writing in her book. When you wake up, she closes the book, says, oh, well, you're awake. Oh, you notice that, huh? <laughs> you have very distinct patterns when you are asleep. Nobody snore, get do I? <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> you snore so much. We could all vouch for that, Iacus. I'm sorry. If you don't mind my asking, and I'm not kicking you out, but where are you going today? Because <clears throat> the nearest anything is about three hours away at a good pace. We're going to uh, try to head for the floating stoat and... Perhaps find some transportation while we're there. Oh. Hmm. I'm not... Do you have silver? Yes. Good. You're going to need it. Yes. We are. Uh, well, uh, my, our goal is to find the <coughs> Earth Inheritor first, because he's probably in the most direct danger, and uh, I suspect he's going to be used to... In some sort of ritual, call it a hunch, but uh, if they have him, as I suspect, then uh, we probably don't have much time. Didn't y'all use some type of teleport scroll or something last time? That's what we keep saying is unreliable. After all um. this happened. I wouldn't trust that sort of magic. Yeah. Having your being disassembled by someone, it's not particularly pleasant. Been there, done that. 
I'd be worried that part of me wouldn't show up. You might be a castrated bull. Or a harmless bull. Not the horns. Or a hatless bull. Well, I just bring it up because if you're going somewhere, you should probably get going. She's kicking us out. I do. I agree with her. I have to start up the morning rounds, unless you want to stay and make breakfast with me. I Um, mean, I can cook. Yes, but it'll offset your journey by a few hours. Well, R.D., it was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, Never heard these guys say that, but... And I'm sorry about the whole neck thing, but it was nice. I appreciate all the help. I've been through worse and enjoyed it. Mm. You know, uh, in in my other life, Fossus literally tore his own heart out and gave it to me. <laughs> oh, interesting. He's not the giving sort. No, he's still not. Did you ask what he wanted in return? <laughs> Let's just say I learned my lesson then. Oh, good. No, he didn't. <laughs> he says he did, but he would do the exact same thing all over again. Well, some choices are worth making a second time. No, Galdrian. As fucked as yesterday was, and as much as it hurt, you didn't have to make a deal with the devil. Thank God. I feel like it was a good plan. Yes. Ish. A good-ish plan. My plan. Not to rain on your parade, but one could say that by acquiring my assistance, you did, in fact, make a deal with the devil. Ish. The devil-ish. You're not your boss, right? Last I checked. Mm -hmm. Right. Works for me. Right. Well, uh, we should go ahead and get going. Uh, I'll freshen up a little bit before we leave, if that's all right. Oh, by all means. I'm going to start breakfast. Right. And with that, Galdrian's going to go ahead and uh, I assume that there's some sort of like washroom or something. Yeah, there's, like there's a, a basin with yeah. a pitcher of water. Gonna pack wa- my stuff up. Gotta wash it all that hair. <laughs> I'm just packing my stuff up. Packing up the stuff. Yep, Shannara does the same. Ayaka stands up because he has so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ayaka says, hold on, let me pack everything, and I'm done. (laughs) He picks up his stick. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shannara gets ready. As you pass by, Rorari's desire is basically making a giant pot of oatmeal. Can we have some for to go? Oh, it's not done. The, The bacon grease hasn't even melted yet. Okay. And as Galdrian finishes washing up, he's going to say, Right, uh, sorry the dragon mask didn't work. Uh, I I thought that might help free you from the whole thing, but uh, good luck with that. Oh, I'm sure it's okay. We'll try again next time you're in town. Right. Take care. She turns around, keeps stirring the pot. Adding some stuff, stirring, adding. Right, we the, should. The little imp like walks over with something, and she goes, "Oh, right, I forgot." And just grabs a handful of whatever he's carrying and tosses that in. <laughs> right, we, we should, should get one of those. No, no. <laughs> we should go ahead and uh, 
and start traveling now. Uh, I wonder if there's any carriages or anything we can we can hire on our way out of town. Um, not particularly. Most of the most of the carriages you see are like the the one. What do you call them? The rickshaw type, where it's got the two poles and. Uh, well, you know, if they grab that, I can pull it. If mm-hmm. we can rent one, I actually, yeah, let's do that. We would have to uh, buy one because we're taking it out of town. Yeah, time. you'd have uh, to buy it. How much do they cost? Uh, we'll say probably like a hundred silver. We're getting a little. Yeah, we still gotta buy a boat. Okay. Maybe uh, we can find a caravan to hitch a ride. True. I'd be happy to carry you guys. Mm-hmm. And as you guys are leaving the city, um, you actually see a couple of wagons passing by. They are drawn by gigantic spiders. <laughs> Just giant tarantulas. And Bored and creepifying. Sitting, sitting atop each of the wagons and walking beside oh them God. are these black-skinned elves. Almost all of them are bald and almost all of them are wearing lower face coverings and goggles. Uh-huh. There is one who is riding on top of the lead spider and they are just moseying along. Yes. Had to be spiders. It's oh, the troll. We, we know these. You ran into them too. Uh, Suna. Did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We ran to him again with you. With me? Yes. So Was I sick? <laughs> <laughs> I have a fever. No. Oh, they're, like, gone on down the road now. <laughs> oh, we're... oh, they're not going that fast. They're, they're moving pretty quickly. Uh, calling after them, like, Ah, ah, well met, well met. Uh, well, the other one's chasing after them. One of the guys at the rear, he turns around, and he's... Just got a crossbow slung over his back. He waves at you and pulls, you know, the cloth off of his face. Says, "Well met, stranger. Is there something I can assist you with?" Oh, uh, where do you happen to be traveling? Oh, we're actually heading out into the plains. Going to make a stop by Lake Malabo first. We happen to be headed in that direction. Uh, might we accompany you? Uh, safety numbers and all that, and. Uh, I happen to be a traveling bard in case you need any... any uh, Entertainment? Enter- entertainment of sorts, but we are adventurers. Oh, well, uh, we're more than happy to have anybody walk along. Do mind the spiders. They are temperamental. Yes, I will stay way far back here. <laughs> ah, they uh, perhaps uh, might be sensitive to certain frequencies. I will avoid the higher strings. That's your prerogative, I suppose. And he's, he's walking backwards and kind of keeping pace with the caravan, uh, which is two wagons. And they are wagons piled high with just junk, clothes and weapons and books and just literally anything you can imagine. And he says, nobody's asked to accompany us thus far, but I don't see a reason why you couldn't. What do you sell, friend Drow? Oh, this and that. The other. That kind of thing. Is there something in particular you're looking for? The other. What is that? <laughs> Well, I'm interested in that. You'd be surprised what people find in our carts. Can I look as we walk? Or are we riding? We're walking. We're walking. Yeah. Can I oh, look as we walk? Most assuredly. Let me get one of the merchants to, to come assist you. And he gives this 
really, really high-pitched whistle, and one of the other drow turns around and jogs back to you and says, greetings, greetings. Is there something I can assist you with? So, just wanted to look as we walked, if anything catches my eye. Oh, how interesting. Let's see. What? And he, he starts walking along beside Suna. He's kind of stroking his chins. Hmm. What would you find interesting? A being as unique as you are. Not a spider, I could tell you that. No. They're harmless. Uh-huh. She does like cookies. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. And he hops up onto one of the wagons and starts digging around in there. He's, he's just like shuffle, shuffle, starts moving things around. Puts one, you know, he's kind of got like one foot on the axle, uh, the axle housing, and then one foot, uh, one knee braced on the side of the cart. He's like shuffling things around. Just, hmm. And then just spins so his butt's on the, the lip of the cart and both feet are in there and he starts digging. Just, hmm. Picks something up. Like, looks at you. Mm, no. Drops it. Picks something else up. Holds it up. And it's, uh, we'll say it's some kind of book. Mm. Looks at you. No. And he just tosses it over his shoulder. <laughs> it's, mm, perhaps in the other cart. He hops off. Jogs up to the other cart. And basically does the same thing. And after a while, he comes back and says, You know, it's interesting. I don't think I have something that would be a fit for someone as unique as you. Tell me, was there something in particular you were looking for? Something from your childhood, perhaps, that you lost? Something you put down one day and never found again? Like? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. A favorite toy? A weapon that you learn to fight with. I mean, I didn't lose it, I swear. It wasn't my fault. Oh, it never is. I didn't do it. It was there, and somebody took it. And one of those other little kids. And then what would that be? It was my mother's knife that she gave me. Hmm. A knife, you say? Yeah, it had a really pretty little jeweled little pocket that you put it in. It was really cool. Hmm. I have a fine collection of knives in here somewhere. Let me let me confer with one of my brothers. He goes and grabs one of the, the other drow, and they both hop up into the first cart. And they do pull out one of those uh, classic like leather rolls, and when he slings it out, it's got... 50 knives in there <laughs> and they start like picking up different ones and he does have this one that's like hand carved um, if you've ever seen zebra wood where it's like green and, and blue and black and he no finds one and it's just encrusted with jewels oh most definitely not finds one that's clearly like a letter opener like the long stiletto thing and it's actively dripping blood oh <laughs> most assuredly not and after a while, he comes back and says, I think this is an instance in which we, we could require your assistance. And he flips out that leather roll of all the knives and goes, 
Do you perhaps see your mother's knife among... Do I see it? No. No. How about this one? And he, the, the other drow brings a leather satchel over, just like a backpack, and then just tumps it out. And there's everything from, you know, like cutlery to folding, lock, folding knives, lockback knives, small swords. Does anything seem familiar? No. Hmm. They look at each other. One raises his eyebrow and the other cocks his head. And they look back at you and say, Well, it was worth a shot, but I'm afraid I don't have anything for you. Sometimes, things are not lost in the cracks. They are just waiting to be found. Interesting. Uh, Ardeth, uh, mm-hmm. do you want to take a look <laughs> with me? Sure. <laughs> oh, by all means. I mean, is watching this entire thing with the light, which is an odd expression on her face. Galdrin has a theory, uh, but he's... Uh, you guys have probably been walking for a while now. When you when you step up, the, the drow says, Oh, a discerning musical man such as yourself. Mm-hmm. What, what, pray tell, might you be looking for? Oh, I... I... I do enjoy uh, rare and unique musical instruments. Uh, I'm also uh, also a avid collector of swords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, let's see what we can find for you. And he hops up, and at one point pulls out this musical instrument that's. Like a, a series of of strings, so think like a lute, but there's you know seven different necks sticking out of this body, and <laughs> that's woefully impractical. He holds I it up it. and goes, hmm, <laughs> "No." And the other guy, the other drow, picks up an easel and sort of frames Ardith <laughs> in the empty spaces and just tosses it over his shoulder. Picks up a bag of pigment powder. Mm. Oh, I know. The very first brush you ever painted with. He reaches down to the bottom and, and pulls out just a splay of brushes and then looks at you. Is it in there? No. I don't think so. Galdrian, he pulls out several instruments of varying practicalities. <laughs> uh, we'll say at one point he just pulls out a set of bagpipes. <laughs> That would do some damage. (laughs) (laughs) And then says, "Mm, wrong part of the world, I suppose, and just drops them in. Uh, When when all this is going on, one of them, one of the other drafts sees this and approaches Iacus and says, would you by chance be looking for anything? I seem to have misplaced a little black dragon statuette. Oh. We have a we have a, a series of fairly interesting maquettes and interesting statuettes. Just just a moment. And he pulls out like a varying array, and every time he pulls one out, he holds it up to Iacus, like, uh, uh, so he pulls out like fertility statues and um, like actual carved totems. 
um, uh, like hand polished <laughs> and carved stone statues. And a couple of them he just tosses back himself. And after after a little while, this goes on probably half an hour or so between the three of you. <laughs> they all step together in the middle of the of the wagons and start talking to each other. Then one of them goes up to the front uh, near that spider and starts talking to the the lady on the spider. And he gestures back at your group. The lady hands him a uh, baton that she's kind of been using to tap the spiders left and right and jumps off and comes walking back to you. She has just wild white hair everywhere and a set of goggles on. And when she pulls down her facial covering, she's got all these tattoos on her face. And she says, in all my time doing this, I've never met four individuals at once we couldn't appease. And Shinara says, five. Yeah, don't forget her. If you don't mind, may I examine you for a moment? Well, uh, normally uh, I like to share dinner first, <laughs> but uh, I like by to all be means. Examined. It will just require a small price, if you don't mind. And she pulls out a dagger, where the, the dagger, the hilt of it is actually a spider mm-hmm. with all eight legs facing forward. She goes, if you don't mind, and she taps the tip of it with her finger, holds it out to you. Galadrian goes ahead and taps the tip with his finger. To... And it, it cuts into your finger, and then she just reaches over and takes her thumb and puts it on your finger and starts smearing the blood, and just kind of softly chanting under her breath. And then after about a second or so, Galdrian starts to very faintly glow. And it's this kind of brilliant golden aura. Not like the polar blight. Oh my no. gosh, this is another mask that you should have put on. No, it's not. And she goes, oh, well, everything's intact, it seems. Uh, as she says that, these spots start appearing, just kind of like fading in and out in this aura. And some are this sort of light, light blue with white specks and one of them is just this angry red and purple. And she goes, oh, well, that explains it. What do you mean next? <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> Not at all. She holds out the knife. Pink. Does the same thing to you. Ow. And you're... It hurts. It's a knife. It's supposed to. Yeah. That's what they do. She reaches over and starts chanting while holding on to your finger. And Iacus glows uh, like a slightly, a slightly forest green, I would think. And then it starts having these gold and orange patterns in it. And she goes, oh, much the same. I can test the rest of you, but I think my examinations will find that your souls are bound to others. Hmm. Hmm. Bound to nobody. I don't even believe in... I know there's gods, but I don't believe in a god. Well, it doesn't matter if you believe in them. The soul is 
separate. Okay. Yes. Do you remember when we visited our young friend a long, long time ago, and our blue friend appeared and mentioned something about us being bound to something, things, when she tried to pull some bullshit? Shannara says, uh, you've lost me, and I was there for some things. You weren't there for this one. Oh. Uh, you'll have to be a little more specific than that. We've had a lot of blue friends. <laughs> okay, you have a point there. Aquil? No. Unfortunately not. Darn. I um, miss Aquil. I miss him too. He was nice. Yeah. He was my friend more than yours. I know, because he was attached to you. I mean, yes. He was a lantern archon who, who lived inside of you. He was fucking adorable. I mean, so, I miss him. Shannara goes, he was a know-it-all. <laughs> I mean, yes, but so was your buddy. Yeah, your water dude. Listen, listen. That's neither here nor there. Don't you miss him? Wait a minute. That, that reminds me of something that's been bothering me this whole time. How do you know alchemy now? What do you mean? Did you know alchemy when we first met? You learned alchemy from Dagmos while we were traveling together in our previous life. Oh. Huh. No, I remember picking it up as a small child. Do you think perhaps subconsciously we were influenced in that life by... in this life oh, by that life? Don't, gives me a headache. Anyway. Yeah, don't think about it. Okay. Blue friend. Remember we went to visit Mari a long, long time ago and we ran to RD and she tried to pull something because she thought it would be funny or a friend of her thought it would be funny uh, and they mentioned think. she tried to do something but she mentioned we were bound by something. I and don't she, remember any of this. Well, it's worth a try. Sonara says, hold on, that that important thing. Yes? Do me, do me. <laughs> and holds out her finger. At which point the, the, the spider lady pokes her, starts chanting. And she begins to glow, this uh, sort of soft tan. As she begins to glow, Galdrian, your aura likewise starts picking up these soft tan spots and Hers starts picking up golden spots. She goes, that, that, was, that was the thing. What was the thing? That was the thing. We were bound to each other so we would remember. Because that's working so well. You remember some of it, don't you? Yeah. Well, the alternative was remembering none of it. Oh, joy. That again. Mm. So, you, which reports at Galdrian, and you, which points at Suna, and you, which points at Ardith, we were all there at the end. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what Bastia said, was that we had to be bound to something, or else we would just repeat it. So she bound us to each other, and some of the primal forces of the world, they had to find us anchors in the world. So how did Ayakis get part of this then? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, the great moo mystery. 
that, that drow starts examining Iacus. He goes, this is different. Yours are... Mm, parasitic in nature. Well, that's not concerning at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. There's something drawing on you. <laughs> Lifts up his arms and looking around. Should we just get it off? Arms? Get it off! <laughs> I. If you have some time, I would happily pay you for further examination of your persons. So, we had to be bound to something? What do you suppose that something is? Shinari said each other, and then something else. Primal forces. Well, uh, you said something about getting paid for examination? <laughs> and we can ride. No. How much is some time? Uh, I don't know. It's to be determined. Call it an indefinite agreement. I can, however, promise only the slightest amount of vivisection is involved. Oh. Uh, right, well, uh, that's, that's going to have to uh, wait for another day, I suppose. I'm not uh, entirely against that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be cut open? Because I can do that for free. Why do no, it for free when we can pay you for yeah. it? Not that hard of yet. <laughs> no. Well, for money, for <laughs> money. <laughs> this is your own fault. It is a unique situation that we find ourselves in, so I must apologize for not being able to accommodate you. And she points at the wagons. You are more than free to walk along with us, if you feel the need to. Right. Well, uh, we're headed in that direction anyway. We're headed to uh, the floating stoat to hopefully not lose all of our money. Oh, <laughs> the stoat. Hmm. We're actually hoping to meet someone there. Uh, if y'all were unable to help us with what we were originally seeking, y'all wouldn't happen to have any uh, tokens or chits for uh, passage with the floating stoat lying around, would you? Have you ever had one and misplaced it? I don't know that I have, but somebody may have. Somebody, perhaps, but I'm speaking of you particularly. No. Uh, well. They always sell you something that's yours. Unfortunately. No. Our particular niche is much more involved. Finding what you've lost. And mm. they can't even do that right. Partially. To be fair, not all of our customers have this. And she gestures <laughs> to you. Most are in complete, if subconscious, control of their souls. Speaking of uh, things that are lost, uh, that's actually what we're hoping to find at the Floating Stoat, is someone who belongs in Lost and may be themselves lost. <laughs> hmm. That would be most ironic if you did. But the city of Lost has a way of claiming those things that belong to it. I'm sure if your friend belongs there, he will find a way there. So perhaps then we should just continue moving. Can I see the compass? 
Galadriel looks at the compass and he's going to look at what the positioning is of the green dot. So the green dot has not moved. So the yellow dot may have moved slightly. The blue dot may have moved slightly. The red dot is now all the way to the east. The red dot is all the way to the east. Yes. Yay, overlook. <laughs> or overreach. Overlook. Overlook. Yeah. overlook yeah. So we are about right here probably. Uh, yeah. About... Uh, so, we should uh, we should continue going to the southwest. Then it looks like we are headed in the right direction. Now she says the soul parasite or whatever I have, and the link that y'all have. Uh, that's twice today we've talked about souls, so we can safely assume that whatever this link that y'all have, we have, whatever it might be, is uh, probably is what wreaked havoc on old Scythe McSytherson back there. Oh, you've come up against soul-draining magics? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, well. Uh, I don't know I so much as soul-draining, but he wanted our soul. I suppose these anchors would provide you a modicum of protection against that sort of thing. Oh. But the downside is your souls are not completely your own. <laughs> Haven't been for a while. I don't feel any different. I mean... This seems... news to me. New. Although, to be fair, I used to be far more calm and level-headed. <laughs> that was so, before you met me. I uh, don't know if they're related or not, but... <laughs> <laughs> I do seem to have a little bit more con problems controlling my impulsive urges around these guys. Oh. Uh, speaking of impulsive urges... I suppose that is a no for the further examination. Yeah, no vivisection. Sometimes you have to break eggs and all of that. Why don't you let me just... And she reaches over and basically like the, the way she had smeared the blood on your finger, she just wipes it off with a cloth and you stop blowing. Right. Well, let's continue in the direction of this green dot here. Mm -hmm. Let's see... Uh, looking at the sun, what's the... Uh, uh, let's say it's probably mid-morning. Mid-morning? Okay. So, uh, what do you say? Shall we continue to the floating stoat, or do you think we should just continue due southwest? Um, you know what? Y'all didn't have luck with the stoat last time. We're not flush with funds. Let's go overland. Alright, so that's our plan then. Silen, hopefully uh, we do a better job saving you than we did last time. We did an okay job last time. Yes, but last time a dragon got resurrected, and I'd like to avoid that this time if possible. True. So for probably the last, I don't know, a couple of minutes, you realize you've been hearing this sort of faint, it's almost like a, a whining sound. And as you keep, keep moving along with these wagons, it slowly revolves its, it resolves itself into music. Very upbeat and high-pitched music. The closer you, you get to what is clearly a Mountaineer Guard outpost uh, on the shores of the lake, you see a couple of ferries crossing, and there is just a gigantic boat. Probably like half a mile if not more, just 
moored in the center of the lake. Um, there is music, and you can see all kinds of stalls, um, all kinds of very carnival-type smells are wafting off of it. And you hear a lot of shouting and talking as the, uh, the drow you're with pull to a stop a, a reasonable distance away from the, the guard, the mountaineer guard post, and start, you know, kind of letting people approach them and start making deals. The, the lady hops back off the spider and says, I don't want to seem pushy. But final offer? No? No takers? All right, then. Well, can't blame a girl for trying. <laughs> At which point she says, we're going that way, I think, and points to the west. I wish you the best on your travels. And I apologize again for not being able to accommodate you. Got to see some very cool and creepy-looking mounts. Oh, they're great friends. Reliable. I wouldn't really say cool. And we appreciate the company. Oh. Most assuredly. And she gives you a bow and then starts, like, as a guy walks by, she just hooks his arm and starts directing him to one of the carts. And I think where we'll, we'll leave off tonight is all of you standing outside this guard post We'll say it's on the left, and it's a couple of buildings like you've seen, very squat, short buildings. Um, there's Mountaineer Guard up on top, and then there's a dock and a uh, basically like a ferry going to the stoat in the middle of the lake and one simultaneously coming back. Um, there's a big marquee that says rides, uh, two gold chits. And then there's another big marquee next to a series of stalls that are advertising gold chits for the floating stoat. And you gotta buy tokens. Mm -hmm. Yep. Most of them are five five ounces of silver per gold chit. Well, they're full of chits. <laughs> and that's where we'll we'll leave off. So we're technically at the end of the session. For everyone listening at home, we usually do about three episodes per session. So these guys aren't getting an incremental advance at the end of every episode, but usually every two to three episodes. So do you guys have an idea of what you're going to take? Probably going to do a feat. Okay. Not locked in on that, but okay. I'll have to look it up. Well, as long as we decide before the next session, I'm good with it. Yeah. I'm going to do a feat. I'm going to take your third, third foot. Third foot. All right. Mm, I don't know yet. It's fair. What's Suna gonna take? I don't know if I'm gonna take hit points or spell. Mm. Spells are nice. Yes. Not dying. Also so nice. not being squishy. So the big thing that's gonna give you is a spell slot that operates at third level. Oh, that is a big thing. As opposed to a spell slot that operates at first level and then once you actually hit third level all of your spell slots will activate as though you were third level do you want one really big kick ass spell comparatively or not being as squishy 
And you don't have to decide right now. Just the yeah. thought process. Yeah, just the thought process. Getting that little little bug in your ear for next time. All right. So I think that's all I've got. Anybody? Anybody else got anything? We didn't die. <laughs> hey, you didn't die. Yeah. We got better. Yeah, you know, you have certainly not gotten worse. Which and I only fell asleep during once during this session, so that's a that's a win. L- listen, dear listeners, <laughs> you've heard it here first. Our players are so stressed out <laughs> over over the lack of funding that that look for forty nine cents a day. You can sponsor one Michael. <laughs> you can, you can. Please, uh, I need some more. Forty-nine cents a day, and I'll finally be able to sleep again. No, and in all honesty, um, I mean that is a pretty good segue for us. We're we actually had a pretty good discussion tonight before the game. This is what session five in the middle of November somewhere, at the beginning of November somewhere. I promise I know dates and times. What are days? You know, we had a pretty good discussion about the type of content we'd like to, to do, you know, funding provided. And, you know, we, we have a provisional website right now. We'd, we have some thoughts on that. But we really do need to start, you know, sort of making up the, the difference with our patrons, with donations, with all that fun stuff. Just, just to help us do bigger and better things. So, if you like what you hear, toss money to Daddy. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, wrong channel. Uh, donate to our patron. Yeah, yeah you, you, you've heard it. Uh, the the average after dark. <laughs> no, no, that's the twenty dollar level. <laughs> at the at the twenty dollar level, uh, our our company artist will start making cheesecake pictures of Iokis for. For Mike to autograph. <laughs> I can try. I don't putting the beef and beef no, no, no. cake. Oh. He's the only one here who would actually you no know, jump at that. I don't know. I can see. I mean, Iacus would be the same. Iacus being like, just given the over the shoulder come hither look. Iacus has the tail to his lips instead of the finger. <laughs> Move. <laughs> I hate all of you. You heard it here. Our artist loves this idea. Please contribute. You know, she says she hates these ideas, and then randomly will get a, a message of, of something. It's like, here, I hope you're happy. I, mean, I, want, I hope you want to see a minotaur braiding the hair of an elf, braiding I mean, the hair of. I'm going to see that. That elf's going to get done. It's adorable. Yeah. I agree. So, so anyway, I, I bring it up. I gotta say, it's it's probably my least favorite thing to bring up on the podcast. It's I know it's part of it, right? You you gotta you gotta talk about the money situation. You gotta shill. Yeah, you gotta shill. I hate <coughs> I hate it. It's not it's not surpassing editing anytime soon as the worst thing. But you know, it just helps us when when I say we have a ton of ideas. Like we have a ton of ideas. Execution is a thing. Though. Yeah, execution is is always the problem, and so really, we do uh, hope you guys can help us out with that. If not, like I said before, the best thing you can do is share us with a friend, 
leave us a review. Tell, tell somebody to just drop by the Facebook page, the Patreon page, the website, wherever. That stuff helps us out immensely. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, um, like the dollar donation, enough people who, if there's enough people who put just a dollar in, that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, the costs, especially like hosting costs and things like that, are not big expenses, but they are many. No. They, they add are, up. There are a ton of, of tiny little nickel and dime expenses for things. Anyway, I think I've made my point. If you want, you can find us on, let's see, where do we got the list? We got Twitter <laughs> at Average Party. We got uh, Facebook at the AAP Podcast. We got Patreon at Average Adventuring Party. Average Adventuring Party at Gmail. Our website is something something weebly dot the average adventuring party just search for us you'll find it and i'll have that link actually next time so that's all i got anything you guys want to go over no 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 all right well thanks for joining us guys we'll see y'all next time